The contents of our show have many references to alcohol and drinking. We want to acknowledge our friends in recovery and let them know we love you and support you. If you or someone you know is a person with substance use disorder, you can call 1-800-662-HELP. Sitters here, taxis not far, meet you at the closest bar. No toddler cries until sunrise, slowly sip that whiskey ride. Gather parents far and near, it's time to hit that bottle of Okay. Hi. Hi. We're back. We are back. Ugh. It feels good to be back. Yeah. Feel a little <laughs> rusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it feels so good. No, I'm kidding. No, it feels good. <laughs> it just, it, I, it's been a few weeks and... We've um, had shit going on. Yeah, but it's, uh, we're back, yay. Excited to be back. We have a, a cool episode topic tonight that we today um that we've been kind of hinting towards for a while and um my accent's like all over the place right now so I don't know really loving this this new voice journey that you're going on a while it's it's almost like you you know when you start dating someone that's like uh you know and has an English accent or a southern accent and you start picking up on it Mm -hmm. I don't know what Pete sounds like but (laughs) you must be picking something up from him I don't know if he has much of an accent, but I have much of a brain dead <laughs> right now or something. I don't know. This is just dead brain, the yeah. accent. Yeah. I'm just red. Like I said, we're just a little rusty over here and that's okay. It is. I would, I would love a glass of wine, but I'm going to pass. humongous glass of wine. I know. It made me very thirsty. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to get up to go get more, so I'm just going to fill it all the way to the top. That's very, very smart of you. Thank you. Um, I just, I, I, it's three o'clock here and I have plans and I don't want to drink and get drunk before the plans. It's the entirely opposite way of the way I think. I think that if it were me, I'd be like, well, I'm going out later. I should probably start now. Right. Right. I do need something to, my nerves are a little high, but I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten since like 12 so okay. if I like have a, a drink right now, it'll just with no food saturate be, yourself. Yeah, I'll yeah. be like, and I I just have too many more things to do, like my self, like get ready. for you. I have to do myself before that calms me down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. But yeah, this is like my first party. I know. Tell us where you're, well, you, you already told me a little bit, but tell us where you're going. What are you doing? I don't, really, I don't really know. It's, it's a friend of a friend. So it's Aaron who's been on the podcast who I talk about often, uh, invited me to a little soiree of a friend of hers. So I'll have probably more information, uh, next time we record, but there will be many people there. I don't know. So I'm, I'm as much as I love talking to people, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Um, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Well, grab it's yourself like, a nice drink right when you get there, and 
start just talking pick, to people. Just pick up a bottle on the way and drink it in the car. That's, again, <laughs> things I would do on the way to a party that I don't know anyone. I think I just need, I, I ran out of my gummies. I just need, like, I just need a little, sh- yeah. I just need the edge off. But yeah. uh, that sounds, it's only because we haven't been doing this. It and, sounds whatever. I think it oh. sounds completely normal. <laughs> well, think about it. I mean, I haven't had, not only because of the pandemic, but because of Owen, like, I don't go to parties. Right. I don't, uh, you know, especially when he was younger, I, I just, I haven't gone to a party in a very long time. So I don't think many people our age are, like, having parties. Right. You know, like I haven't been invited to a party in 10 years. I mean, I don't know, like maybe like a bridal shower or a baby shower, but never like, yeah. hey, we're having a party. People are like, we should invite the mom. That's, <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we should invite that, that mom. Not, we should invite that single mom. Right. Yeah. Maybe she'll bring her kid. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> Maybe we'll have some free entertainment. No. Maybe it'll um, be a nightmare. And, and maybe tonight. No, it's going to be fun. I'm just like. Yeah, no, you're kid free. So you're having a babysitter come to watch Owen? It's a friend. She's like, oh, let me come help out, which oh, is right. so nice. Yeah. So um, it just feels like I'm, I must go and, and uh, you know, if, it, if I feel uncomfortable, I'll get a cab back early but yeah I just I love people I really do like people so I know you do um I, I just want to make some friends oh I love that <laughs> oh that's cute don't make too many <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> I just no no I well there she said there's gonna be men there so we'll see what happens oh okay this just took a turn well I mean like I don't know why I assumed it was a female only party <laughs> I mean, even oh, so. what? <laughs> There's going to be penis in this party? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I don't know what I'm doing. I, uh, eh. But anyway, that's happening. Cool. But I feel like so much has happened since we last recorded. Uh, on my end, Owen mm-hmm. broke his hand. Yeah. We had our first break. Yeah. How was that? Uh, the, a, a joyful journey. Just, uh, I mean, out just of town. like the mom part of it is something that I was, I kept wanting to be like, how's Owen doing? How's Owen doing? But really, I'm like, how are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> because I don't, I, I would be so, I don't, I mean, I don't know how I would react, but I would imagine that I would, it would be so nerve wracking. Honestly, I think because there was so much family around, I, I think I handle things pretty quietly if yeah. I know myself well enough yeah I think I when agree. stuff like that happens I, I I handle it pretty I get weirdly calm in scary situations yeah and uh and I it was one it was really interesting because everybody was watching me like because he started crying right he fell on his arm and mm-hmm. everybody was like oh no and he's crying and he, Owen has a cry the reason I knew it was bad is when he reached out and said I need mom I need you because if he was looking for attention, he would have stayed with grandma or grandpa and grandma yeah. was holding him. Yeah. So the fact that grandma was holding him and he was like, I need my mom. I was like, okay, he's broken. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's a little scary when they're that, you know, when you don't know when it's internal, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was moving his fingers. Like there were things that I could see that I was like, okay, this is 
painful for him and I'd like to stop that. We got yeah. him some ibuprofen immediately, like before we even left. Um, somebody was like, that was so smart of you. I'm like, I don't, it just seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to the doctor and, and uh, the ibuprofen kicked in and he was like a psycho. He's like running around holding his wrist the whole time like he's standing around like this but he's like bouncing off the walls the doctor's like can you sit still I'm like this is my child broken bones or not um but that there was a lot of water party happening so there was like slides and he had a stupid bandage on and he couldn't go in the water it was it was mostly just uh stressors of environment yeah but um I went to like three different doctors to try to get him a waterproof cast which was proved to be a waste of time and um yeah it was it was just you know I I don't know I just it, it happened and uh I think other people were more stressed and sad about it than than I was Owen mm-hmm. was fine like it, obviously if he was in pain or you know miserable I, I I would have had a different tune but he it's about it's like a buckle fracture and when we got his cast the, the doctor literally was like oh we don't worry about these like, okay. <laughs> okay doc who was also very handsome also but Mm. he's like come back in three weeks oh wait i'll be on vacation come back in three weeks minus a day i was like oh okay you want to be there okay you want to you want to work on us personally Mm -hmm. okay sir um he liked you i don't know i'm sure he liked your cool calm mentality no he did not because when i was at his no i was no way calm when i was at that doctor (laughs) because owen i had to take owen out of school he didn't nap he probably hadn't eaten in a while. Oh, once you came back. This was this was the day, yeah, this was the Monday that we yeah. were back and I put him I put him in school and we got to the doctor's office and he was running around and turning lights on and off and picking up like parts of fake bones that were sitting around the room and uh, it was insane and I just kept being like, "Please stop. Please stop." <laughs> and the doctor's right outside the door and I'm like yelling at Owen and he comes in and he's like, so I think probably, as I'm just listening out there, a cast is probably the way you're going to want to go. Just <laughs> seeing how much he's moving around. I was like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I even said, he's not like this normally, I swear. <laughs> uh, and then we got into the car and Owen peed his pants. And um, that was the end of a wonderful journey. And then he got sick the next day. <laughs> and then he got sick the next day. <laughs> Uh, I was sick for four days, brought him to school. They called me at school and were like, no, come pick this little boy up. <laughs> I, love I mean, I don't love that, but I love that you like tried to sneak him into school and they're like, um, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? To the- Listen, it had been a long trip. I needed I a break. Not- hey, no judgment. I would have done the same exact thing. <clears throat> well, he didn't have it. Let me be. Very fair. Yeah, he wasn't time. like contagious and like <laughs> yeah. killing, no, killing. Whoa, no, no. Oh, well. all over people. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He didn't even have. A, he didn't have a fever. So I was just yeah. like, okay, he doesn't have a fever. Uh, and then we stayed home Tuesday. So this week has been like, whoa, yeah, confusing though too. Trying to like resettle back after a trip. It's like, yeah, which was another whole other conversation. Hell, hellish. Uh, not hellish, just a journey. Also, yeah. Um, but what have you been up to? Just kind of having like a really good summer. I feel like I haven't had a summer like this and it's, it's coming to an end, but, um, not the summer, but my availability to do whatever I want (laughs) is kind of coming to an end, but I haven't had a summer of uh, like 
advent like I feel like I'm this is gonna sound so stupid I feel like I'm at summer camp like I've been doing um (laughs) just going to like really cool places and trying new things I mean it's easy when you're on the east coast especially like in Massachusetts it's easy to go to so many different states because they're all so close to each other but like in the past two months been in like four different states which is you know very easy to do around here but um just like been by the water and and like mountains and outside and like enjoying like things that I um you know I I always do I always travel and and I do stuff but it just seems like I'm really like embracing summer and it just so happens that this is like the rainiest summer ever (laughs) I mean I don't I think we had one heat wave and then now we have another one kind of going on right now but or just today really um yeah just kind of um doing a lot of adventuring and it's been it's just been a lot of fun and you know I have the time because not necessarily working right now and uh, we're splitting the time between River's dad and me and it's just it's been a really big blessing and you know there's obviously those times where I feel guilty about it. I even feel guilty when I'm talking to you about it because it it feels a little overabundant <laughs> like no. with all the things I've been no doing uh, good don't feel guilty about that you're you're it's good it's all good are you fucking happy I'm stoked yeah okay like all I want to say is hot mom summer but I I like want to spell it differently because it's like (laughs) hot like you know like fucking rad mom summer let's change it I don't know I just feel like you're you're getting good it's exciting it is exciting and it's a it's um seeing the world again through a different kind of through a different kind of lens is eye-opening in like a lot of different ways I think just like when you when you're there's nothing really like crowding or clouding like your vision of happiness it's kind of really cool to kind of just like see things for what they are and enjoy the seconds and the moments without like wondering when they're gonna get better or whatever um one second yeah yeah. child's singing the fucking I hear her so if that had to be cut out, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, or if you're hearing her talk behind me, sorry, but it's okay. Don't apologize. Um, we got kids. That's what happens. Owen pops in every yeah. time that we're recording with him here. So yeah, so it's been fun and um, it's coming to a close, starting a new job in five days. So yeah, but that's nice exciting. Stuff. And it's, it's not a close. I wouldn't call that coming no. to a close. I would I just, know. you know, it's, it's just, all... it's like, it's so I've been having a lot of anxiety about going back to work because obviously I haven't been back to work since April of last year, like technically, yeah. you know, yeah. With the, yeah. Um, and I'm having, I was having a lot of anxiety about it and I almost wanted to keep pushing the start date back. So I'm like, I just, I need more time, I need more time. But now I'm feeling like I'm ready and it's happening. So whatever. But there's a part of me that's feeling like for the past year and whatever months I've been kind of, being able to cater to myself and like doing things that really make me happy. Like, um, you know, obviously the podcast and like doing stuff at my own time or on my own time and not having to save things for the weekends or for late nights or whatever it is like yoga and like falling in love with things that I haven't, wasn't able to give time to before. And now I'm worried that I'm going to lose all those things. And that's kind of giving me some kind of 
anxiety, which I think is totally normal. I mean, when I'm yeah. having these feelings, I'm like, I bet everyone has been feeling this way when yeah. they go back to work after the, you know, quarantine and, you know, losing their jobs and whatever. But it's, um, it's a little sad. It's like the end of an era. <laughs> I hate to say that my, that my um, quarantine was um, whatever, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's sad and it's awful and there's so many different layers to this, but I think there, I've had some conversations with people and, and every time it kind of starts off with, you know, I know it's terrible. It's like, it's okay. We can still say that we had good things happen to us throughout this past year. And, and, and a lot of good things did happen. A lot of good things came out of it for me. Um, enabled me to do some good things so it kind of just feels like that's closing but I have to I have to think that it, that a new door is opening and it, you know there's yeah. new exciting stuff coming on the horizon and all of that so yeah. blah 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 I mean you know yeah but but that doesn't I mean that doesn't negate the fact that it's going to be hard but I think yeah. reframing your mind to say this isn't the end of something like you created yeah. new pathways you've started new things that will continue on you're just bringing another another thing into it that um will take away a lot of other stressors like it might be adding this stress here but it's taking away a few of these other stressors that you've had yeah so it's sort of like but yeah I mean finding balance isn't a thing right we've already talked about balance is bullshit but you know being able to like get into a groove will take a little bit of time but And like, it's doable. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know why I'm like, I can't work and have a life at the same time. Like, how do I, how do I do this? And it's like, Alicia, you've done it your entire adult life. Like, it, like, what was I not having any fun whatsoever when I was working? Like, no, you, you make time. And also like that part of the day, eight to five or whatever it is, isn't a time where I'm really doing much excitement anyway. Right. <laughs> There's not like things I'm like, oh, fuck that Wednesday 1 p.m. gonna miss it like it's not something I'm holding on to so right right whatever it's um it's all good I'm excited it's we'll see we'll see next week we'll see how I'm doing next week listen yeah well we'll we'll talk about it we'll talk about your journey I I think I'm excited for you I think that you're gonna get into it and it's gonna feel good and uh you know you're gonna be really good at it so thanks gonna just rake in the money and you're not going to want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> no way <laughs> Good because... save up all of our money and buy us our own fucking network so well that's the plan <laughs> if anybody's listening and they have a mom <laughs> podcast or a parenting podcast or something they want to join in our network just reach out just reach we'll out. start we'll get back we'll to you in three years we'll get back to you. <laughs> you if you have money to sponsor <laughs> the network then you're in are you a venture capitalist looking to <laughs> support a podcast? We've got some good shit in our minds that we just haven't given to you yet. So yeah. yeah. Believe in it. Um, no, actually, yesterday we had a, uh, 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 my goodness, I can't talk. But Blanca's birthday was yesterday. So oh, we had, Blanca. We had a wonderful, beautiful human soul. Um, but she had a little party, so I got there around five, and we were there until like seven thirty. Oh my god! I mean, Is it who that are much we? fun or what? Pa- parents everywhere. We were drinking homemade wine. It was, uh, but it was lovely. And and um, one of the moms had brought up she's the one of Aaron's friends was like oh I listened to the podcast. Like people were asking me about the podcast, and she was like, oh, so you know, 
they, they were interested and it was exciting to talk about, like, because we hadn't done an episode in a while and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, we took a couple, we took a couple of weeks off. And I'm like, these people don't know. They don't listen to it each week. So yeah. I don't need to say that to them, but it just felt like, it just felt exciting to be like, oh yeah, yeah, you were listening. And then yeah. uh, Chelsea texts me and she's like, oh, I listened to the sex episode. I'm like, yes, thank God people are still listening. We're still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's been two fucking weeks. So um but it, I don't know it was really cool and, and uh it was nice to catch up with parents that like I actually finally felt like I kind of belonged there for the first oh, time it was, good. It's, you know it's a new environment still even yeah. though I've been there two years you know a year of it was COVID and nobody talks to you I yeah. mean you know nobody was um yeah and it's not like you guys all see each other all the time because everyone's no. coming and going at different times yeah, yeah. all of yeah, that yeah. yeah so that's great but it's yeah it's nice I I you know we we've been talking a little bit about people's reactions when we are talking to them about the podcast. And a lot of the times it's always like, Oh, that's so cool. Like, tell me more like this weekend. I was talking to a couple of women and, um, and I just like love the immediate reaction. It's like, Oh, that's such a good yes. idea. Or, oh, that's so yeah. cool. Like I love like, what do you guys talk about? And I tell them and they're like, they like gasp when I mentioned like postpartum right. anxiety. They're like, what? Like, you can talk about that. And it's like, it's a, <laughs> we do. It's, it's awesome. It's just, it's very reassuring that you're doing something right. Because I think, yeah, in these past kind of two weeks, you know, we did take off one week intentionally. The second week wasn't so intentionally, but whatever. Um, and I, I kind of feel like I lost steam because I'm distracted a little bit with, you know, whatever I've been doing. Yeah. Um, and Yeah it's just nice to have those conversations where you're like, Oh no, this is what I'm doing. And then they ask questions and you're like, yes, this is, yes, yes this is exciting. This is like, I love this. I love talking yeah. about this. Like, thank you for bringing it up because you know, now I get to be excited about it again and, and yeah. all of that. So it's really fun I, to talk to people about it. I think there's an ebb and flow with everything, right? Like everything we do in like, there's a spider. Uh-uh. And I hate him. <laughs> Is it big? Um, he was like one of those little fuzzy ones. Like a black fuzzy one. Gross. Um, I'm going to bring you with me. There. anything about it right now it's okay okay i just does he have friends you know like i mean i don't think they usually travel in posses well unless they're a rec uh reclusive a brown recluse oh you think that's what it was no um no but i you know there's a lot of i might throw this desk away oh no <laughs> I mean, you know me, that desk would have been out the window, probably, at that point. I just have to keep checking, making sure he's still crumbled up. Because what if one arm is like... <laughs> what if he turns into a zombie spider? <laughs> <laughs> if we stop recording from here on out, it's because I died by spider. 
he's just going to rise and blindly go around hacking things with his broken spider arm. (laughs) His fuzzy broken spider arm. Oh, poor guy. I'm so sorry. You're dead now. Get off my shit. Okay. Uh, I hated that. Oh my god, did you see my face? I was like, what? <laughs> Why are you here? We talk about spiders a lot on this podcast. I know, I? I know. I think I did last time and I was like, oh, I don't mind them. No. <laughs> I know, you're like, I love them. I want to take care of them, which is true. I've seen you do it. But... I know, but not him. He no. didn't. He wasn't going to be good to me. We're going to suck him up later. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Hello. <laughs> We're going to suck him up later. Oh. I just swept these floors, too. But I used a shoe I didn't care about so much. So, Well, speaking anyway, of spiders. Speaking of spiders, do they have a gender? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I think, don't quote me on this, but I was watching a video on um on gender roles in our society and they were talking about how like mammals all of these things we are just grouping together right like these are just some of our adding to our social constructs that we've made like these are just things that the earth has made like an animal wouldn't or whatever let's just a spider wouldn't be considered considered an insect arachnid okay an insect arachnid <laughs> um let's do something easier a dolphin <laughs> <laughs> a dolphin wouldn't be considered a mammal without somebody saying you're a mammal right and and giving it um that kind of that kind of social construct so i think it's just interesting that there's so many things it goes to so many layers and it does affect you know the our creatures and all of that stuff too which i think right. is just wildly fascinating because everything or most things in this world are based on things that humans have said is one way or another. And this video yes. that I was watching and which was on the philosophy tube with the, about the social The concept. one that you sent me. Yeah. She's um, so fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were saying how, um, like if, if there were five or four different earths and there's, and there's or yeah. negative earth and that's has like no social constructs whatsoever. They're like, what are you talking about, man? Like she was kind of saying, it's like, it's like hippie and flowy and just like, Hey man, like you do you, I do me, like you are what you are. And then like, um, planet number one has like, kind of just like two different things. Like you're either, uh, five feet and taller or you're five feet and lower and those are the two social constructs within the entire universe in there and then the third one and, and it goes on and on and I just thought it was like so interesting to see it how irrelevant these things are in the yes, grand scheme yeah. of life and and what matters mm-hmm. about life in our world and and all of that and how much though we rely on them mm-hmm. in this world so because it's it's like it gives us comfort to be able to put people in or put things in boxes yep. to categorize, to, to be able to name something. Yep. It, I don't know. The fear of the unknown, the fear of not having uh, answers is probably a human thing. Yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, that, that video was so interesting. I, I, first of all, I fell in love with her because at the beginning she's like under a car with her like high ass heels on yep. sliding out. It was so good. Um, but I mean, the, the point is, <clears throat> 
the point is that everything that we do is a construct. Like right. we have created everything as a society and gender is a really big one yep. that we have uh, then allowed to dictate things that aren't real. Yep. So that's what we're talking about today. Also, I looked it up. It's an arachnid, not an insect. So. Okay. Well, just fuck you anyway. Ooh, no, thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> Well, um, the reason that we, I think we wanted to talk about this mainly where it's stemming from is, you know, raising our children and not only because I have, um, a girl right now and Sarah has a boy right now. We're saying right now, because, you know, that's the sex that they were given at birth, but that could change. Um, and how we don't really agree or not at all agree with those gender roles that our children are supposed to follow or that we even as, as grown women are supposed to follow, um, are supposed to, you know, quote unquote, I'm saying from society. So I think that it was, it's an important topic for us because we want to break those, those roles or those systems. And I think that it's more apparent when we're talking about boys doing girl things. And again, this is all like just, I'm just doing quotations. Like this is like girlish things, quote unquote, boyish things, um, boys doing girlish things is something that stands out, I think, a lot more in society than it does for girls to do boyish things. And we've talked about how Owen likes to wear bows and Owen, you know, could wear Mm -hmm. whatever colors he wants to wear. Like, like it's some fascinating idea when really it's not to you and me, Mm -mm. but it is to some people. And I think that it is a fascinating (laughs) topic because there are some people that still stay so, they're so attached to these gender roles when like we're mm-hmm. saying they really mean what does it matter to anyone like what does it really matter what I decide to wear what I decide to refer to myself as and you know what I decide I, I am how does that affect you it right. shouldn't but it does and that's just you know systemic bullshit but yeah um <clears throat> I mean like I just like it's, it, it, you know, it would take so much to eradicate it all, right? Like, right. we've already created so much as a society to un, unlearn, so to speak. So now it's just kind of like taking it apart as much as we can to get to a level where, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's equality. Like, I don't know what that level is because I don't even know what, you know, what is equality at this point. But um to give, to give all the people that are treated poorly because we've socially constructed them that way a chance to thrive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if I'm saying it all correctly, but it's just like, it's just, ma- it's maddening to know that people don't see it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Or that they can't be open to having these conversations. Well, I think that these conversations are important and we, if you want to, we can start with kind of looking at that table that I sent you. That's kind of like, um, what was it? I'm sorry. I should have had that pulled up already, but, um, gender, gender stereotypes of feminine versus masculine. Yeah. And what yeah. these Where things was that? are. I just found it. And they're pretty much, they're just kind of polar opposites. I thought it was going to be kind of different words on each side, but they're really just saying opposites, which I think 
kind of speaks even more to it because it is, it is true. I think it is, you know, so um, just a couple examples. So it's a, it's a two-sided table and it has feminine, you know, traditional stereotypes about feminine, about women. And then on the other side, it has traditional gender stereotypes about men on the other side. So, I also love that it's like pink and blue. Oh, of like course. Like, we're gonna... of course. It has to be. Otherwise, how to... would we be able to tell if it was a boy <laughs> thing or a girl thing? I need, I need the colors. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a dull minded human. You know, I need it. I need the colors. I'm a visual person. <laughs> so. But like not aggressive versus aggressive, dependent, independent, um, home oriented and worldly, like made me just want to fucking scream. Like, what does that mean? <sighs> I hate to say it, but I know a, many a men who haven't left their fucking hometown in, yeah. <laughs> you know, in yes. 35 years. So, oh my God. Uh, not even that. That's not like the breaker of that. I think it's all no, no matter what, but. I'm just as I, as we're going through this. That's me. That's me just getting mad. Yes, at this right. Table so hard. It's so fucked. It's it's such bullshit. Um, talkative women are talkative. Men not at all talkative. Um, cry. Women cry a lot. Men rarely cry. Well, let's say it's feminine versus masculine, not women versus men, right? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, like your feminine be- traits, but you right, can't. But right, I right, feel right. like what this is saying is like you can't be a man and be feminine. Right. So a feminine right. in You're this right. table yes. is like only a woman. Right, right, right. And masculine is only a man because if you're a man and you have some feminine qualities, you're like, well, then you're a feminine man. Right, 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 right. You would be removed from this. We would need a, a Venn diagram for that one. Right, right. Well, this is, it's okay. So this is also bringing up that conversation that you and I, that I kind of told you about the other day where I went into like a fucking uh, weird uh, black hole black hole no just like a spiral uh and i looked up matron and matriarch and then patron and patriarch and it's like this table going into that home oriented versus worldly it's like a matron and a matriarch it's like old lady housewife someone who stays home the head of the female head of the house it's just like the person taking care of shit behind the scenes like that you know what i mean like yeah. staying home to take care of the kids the, oh the housekeeper I'm like, what oh. the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I like, I actually wrote down a like versus versus. I don't know where it is right now. I'm not, I'm not going to look it up, but it's essentially that. And then patron and patriarch was like the one who is in charge and makes money and does the, you know, this and that. And it's like, immediately I, I, I go, I, I it, it's, and I think about the way that we use the words matron and, and patron and like matron, I immediately think the reason I was looking up the word is because when I said matron, I thought, oh, I don't want to use this word. It's old. Like it feels old. Yeah. yeah. And then you think of patron and you're like, oh, that's what you call somebody who comes and spends money in your place. A patron is a positive thing. A patron is someone who supports you. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just it, just in general, not even looking up the definitions. Anyway, this this table is giving me that same hick feeling, the same like what the fuck is masculine and feminine anyway? Why are these traits? It should just be abolished. Hey, yeah. Dare, dare I say. <laughs> Don't use that word on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, I use it. I'm like, we are abolished. Fucking fuck the system. Fuck the patriarchy. Um, and, but that's what that is right there, right? The yeah. patriarchy is yeah. a man-centered yes. uh, position. Yes. Like, uh, a position, um, idea, movement, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. It's all of that. It's it's. There's no women involved System. in that. 
yeah, system. And it's, uh, I can't, I'm trying to find it right now, but there was a thing that was posted the other day and it was like ads from the 1950s or whatever of things women. Oh God. Yeah. Did you see this of things that women should not, or women should do when dating? And it was like, I mean, this shit is just, it made me laugh reading it because I'm like, I hope women weren't reading this and taking this seriously. But then again, you know, propaganda, whatever is, is but a I'm sure thing. they were. Yeah. Right. Don't you know women right. now who think that way? Like I've talked to women now, yeah. old women, older women who say, Oh, like, Oh, you have to wear makeup when you go out of the house. Cause you don't know when you're going to meet your husband, like shit like that, which is yeah. not a very mild version of what you're going to say, but go on. Sorry. Well, it was, it's, um, God, I, I wish I could find it because it was just so, it was so fucking crazy. Like it was like, do not drink too much because a man wants somebody who, um, is attentive and, 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 uh, on top of their game or something like that. And then it was like, don't talk too much because a man wants somebody who's meek and quiet. And it's like, well, what, well, I'm sorry, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, am I supposed to be quiet? Am I supposed to be outspoken? And like, don't speak about your education because a man does not want to be threatened that you might be smarter than him. I mean, these are the things oh that my God. we were teaching women from, for years and, and hundreds of years. And, and it's just, the way that it has changed, but not really is yeah. like, a, I mean, I still know people and you know what, if this is your mentality, like good for you, I guess, but they kind of have this like happy, you know, like the happy wife, happy life kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. but in my, in certain circles I've been in, I kind of see this, like I do whatever my husband needs to live my life feeling like I'm serving someone and that's kind yeah. of like what the mentality is behind it like that yeah. the woman should be you know like home doing all the housework and doing all of this stuff yes. and, and and servicing the man and subservient yeah making sure that he's happy and kind of putting your happiness second I think is just such a fucked up way of thinking that I, I still see I still you know people close to well, me I still see like um but this you have to think too this wasn't this wasn't you know is this is the 50s and 60s this was not that long ago no you know, like this is, this isn't even a hundred years ago. Right. This is 60 years ago. And, um, so those, those people that lived that, that were grown up with that, that they're still alive and they're still teaching those and that's still perpetuating. And it's still, you know, a thought process in relationships. And it's like, sh- sure. If, if you feel, if you feel like your main thing on this earth is to, to fall in love, find a man and serve him great if that's what yeah. you feel if that you're fulfills meant you to do and that fulfills yeah. you uh who who are we who are we to tell you any different uh but to teach people that 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 that, that is their main point on this earth is peak people women yeah. uh that their main point on this earth is to serve a man is complete bullshit yeah <laughs> like it's just I was trying to think it's of a infuri- better word. No, but it's, it it's is. It's bullshit and it's infuriating because think whoever that yes. I don't have that mentality and that I knew from a young age I didn't want to be in that situation like that. I mean, right. I don't know, whatever that means. I mean, I, I didn't want to be um, anybody's item or, or something or right. or person I mean I don't know how to describe this because I see it in my head when I'm picturing these kinds of people that I that I know about and 
um, I don't want to say no personally, but I, I've seen and I and I know how their relationships work, and it makes me uncomfortable for the woman. And I've seen mm-hmm. that before. And you know, it's it's the way that they're spoken to. It's the things that they do. It's the lack of self nurture and self worth and self love yeah. that I see happening. And and then, but it's like, oh, but I'm making them happy. I'm doing this for them. And I'm like, right. well, what about right. you? Like, let's get back to you. Right. So I I I'm just grateful that it that didn't happen to us <laughs> because it's it's so powerful this kind of the selling point of I think what I heard growing up was like marry rich and don't do anything you know like, <laughs> like well well and I and I on top of that marry rich because you can't do it on your own is where I'm at marry rich is what I'm unlearning you can't do this on your own Sarah because you have expensive taste because you have this because you have that and mm-hmm. you can't do that on your own you need a man yep so uh fuck all of that I don't need a man to do anything and my goal is to get my place myself in a place where I can buy my own fucking house. Right. I don't need a man to take care of me. That's what we should have been taught. You don't fucking yeah. need someone. You need to do it on your own so that you can take care of yourself. If you end up alone for whatever reason it may be yep. like, and that is what we're going to teach our kids. That is what we're going to teach our kids because they've been taught or not. Or, I, ugh, there's, we start. Oh, hello, nipple. Um, <laughs> it's just, also, it's just me. So I know. You're like, what? sorry, I just revealed myself on the podcast. Uh, what else is new? I was saying the other day. I'm like, they just, they just don't like being. They don't like being covered up. Let They're like, know. we really want to play. <laughs> free the, free the boob, free the nip, free the nip. Um, from from a young age, I mean, from from birth even, our kids are kind of taught that what their assigned sex at birth means and or what it mm-hmm, portrays. Mm-hmm. And we get we see little boys running around with shirts on that say they're they're three months old and they have a onesie on that says like heartbreaker and oh God, yeah, um yeah. like these kinds of things that I just and at first I was like, well or like ladies man, right? I think like those ones are like kind of okay, a heartbreaker, you can go either way. You could right. break it whoever's heart. Anyone, <laughs> anyone's anyone heart. Yeah. Anyone um, can break a heart. But like ladies man. So you're you're teaching them from a young age, but that this is what it is. It's a right. this man, cis woman, and that's what it is. And that's well, what we see. And Yes. And also kind of gross. Like ladies man, oh like yeah. have you ever heard of a ladies man being a good like good guy? Like it's always right. like oh, he was a ladies man right. and he was like a serial killer. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, also, ladies, man. Like, never mind. Never mind. What? No. no, no, what? no. what? What? Well, just tell me. You could cut it out. Okay. Like, also, like, my baby's dick is like 0.5 centimeters. Please don't talk about <laughs> it being a ladies, man. Like, let's give it a minute. All right. Right. Like, stop sexualizing and yes. growing up my child. Stop sexualizing my child. Yeah. I do want to say on the on like on this on this feminine masculine scale here. I also want to say that it is harmful. It's harmful for women, but it's also harmful for the masculine male side of it too, because it's it's basically saying that. I mean, first, it, there's like the positive, the more positive things on the end of independent, active, worldly, but it's also saying dominant, aggressive, uh, tough, uh, less sensitive to others' feelings, not desirous of security. And this is masculine, right? Yeah. So like that's teaching all of these men, this is bringing up the men to believe that 
they are supposed to be this way and uh cruel blunt like that's masculine fuck that then like why would anybody want to cruel <laughs> like that's on this list like what and it's saying I don't want it's, my kid to be. It's almost saying that that's a masculine trait. And then what is the the woman? I mean, it's a stereotype, right? These right, are right, right, right. Uh, 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 opposite of that one. A kind is opposite of cruel. Tactful, uh, tactful opposite of blunt. Oh, this one's interesting. Um, verbal is opposite analytical. So it's sort of like the woman just talks, and the man, the, the feminine is just talking, oh and God. the masculine is is like you know yeah. thinking thinking about right. it, which is. Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. What men are you sure, talking sure, sure. to? Oh, I agree with that. I wanted to point out that this isn't something that is just that um, women are just affected by because I, um, you know, men have been taught. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Sorry. No, I that was that. <laughs> no, go. <laughs> well, I, I also think it's <laughs> funny that like kind versus cruel are you saying that kind is a bad trait then? Like well, is that's, kind that's a weakness trait? Like, is, right, you know, right, like right, what is, right. what is the implication there? But I kind of, right. I, I was just kind of thinking, so like boys have been taught from a young age that their masculinity or their toughness is a direct reflection of how well they suppress their emotions. Right. right. So how they react in emotional circumstances largely categorizes you from being like a tough guy or being a pussy. Right. Um, they're taught that boys will be boys and in turn, my belief is that creating generations of boys who grow up with this mentality turn out to be men that have difficulty expressing their emotions right. or do not feel comfortable expressing their emotions and that their mental health will likely suffer from that. However, mm-hmm. I was then having this conversation and the person I was talking to was saying like, yeah, boys will be boys is a way to suppress the feelings that that kid might be ha- or or whatever. It's kind of just a way to say like, they're fine. Like, don't even worry about them. Right. Mm-hmm. But their, their, their response to me was saying, but it's also like a no consequences thing. Like when you yeah. say boys will be boys, it's telling me I have no consequences. And they were saying largely, this is about white boys, white um, people. Yes. And, you know, yes. and like how people say they're just growing, like let them do what they right. want. Think about their future. Right. We can't do anything to, you know, we can't punish them. We can't have them go, you know, to have consequences because we need to think about their future. And that, I think that there's so many parts of this, that it's, it's an emotional standpoint, but it also, which you're suppressed once you get older, you start suppressing these emotions and, and you don't cry as much. You don't have as many deep conversations as you might want to. And if you don't, that's fine. But if you do, you're, you're emotionally molded to think that you can't. But mm-hmm. also on the flip of that, you're also kind of told that I have no consequences because I'm a guy and like, mm-hmm. I don't really have do to do anything. I want. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a dangerous weapon to have in your mm-hmm. back pocket, back pocket as well. Well, that, and on top of that, not only is, do I not have consequences, but women are inferior. So whatever I do, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Right. Like I, I've got the leg up, so I do it and she's not going to get, you know, I, I'm not going to get in trouble for it anyway. Right. So I, I had I I had conversations with some close men in my life recently, and it was this whole thing of like, uh, we don't talk about things, we don't ta- we we don't talk about the hard things, and um, it's my family. I mean, I'm having these conversations with my family, so it's a thing that I'm looking at now. And 
my brothers went through the same thing I did. We never talk about it. We never talk about it. We all went through different experiences. But like to think about the fact that I remember, I don't remember my brother's crying I don't I remember my my, you know one of my brothers and I who were the closest I remember more from him but my older brothers I don't remember that it's like I I don't remember them having emotions about shit really you know maybe you know right when it happened of course but like as we grew up we never talked about the hard shit and it's like man man if we could have just sat down and had these conversations earlier and just uh, gotten into it what a better place we would be in but but who know? you know, we're, we're not allowed, you know, I, I'm air quoting this. Like, I don't know what that means. We're not allowed. It's just yeah. like a part of this feeling that, oh, we just can't have these conversations because it'll make people uncomfortable or whatever. Uh, but it's, it's, it's rooted so deeply in that, in that. I also am listening to this podcast, um, cold. Did you listen to cold for, um, sorry, we, I'm, I'm getting off track a little bit, but, That's okay. uh, the, the one with, um, Josh Powell. You've told me about it and I, and I've forgotten, but you've been listening to them for a long time, right? Well, cold it's cold is, is the first season was about Josh Powell and Susan Powell and the two boys that died in the explosion. And it was like a big, terrible fucked up situation. They're doing a second uh, season and I'm on like episode four and it's about this woman, um, Joyce Yost, who was, I just came to the place that she's murdered, but she was raped and it talks very in depth. It's very triggering. Um, it talks in depth about like the trial and the guy. And essentially this guy who's been through the system, white guy, been through the system a million times for all this shit, keeps getting out and nobody's talking to each other. And he's just, he just keeps getting out, keeps getting out, keeps getting out to the point where uh, he doesn't want her to testify against him. So he is able to murder her because he's absolved of, 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 I don't know, but all of that to say too, this was in the the eighties, but this woman was in her thirties. So she was born in the fifties and her demeanor about the rape and everything. It was like, you listen to her talk and the, um, the things that we're talking about, she was so scared to, she knew that she, she knew that she was going to be judged. She knew that it was going to be a, she knew it was a man's world. Like just the conversations that she was having, I'm, I'm relating it all back to this. Like it's all related to these mm-hmm. things that we're talking about. Um, I was just, list- I just listened to like three episodes today. So it's like in my mind, yeah. very, very, <laughs> um, but anyway, go. it's, it's, it, he does a really good job. It's, um, it just, it's really heavy. So it's like hard, you know, I don't recommend listening to three episodes in a row like I did, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, that's what we do. Yep. <laughs> I was listening um, to quick I was listening to a podcast the other day I think it was my favorite murder I think it was and it was a minisode about like kids dying it was like their second episode ever I was looking up like best my favorite murder episodes and I put it on and it was like kids dying and Pete and I were driving somewhere and he's like I don't know how you listen to this shit and I was like like, like, you know I'm like I should I should turn this I'm sorry I'll turn this off That Erin well, and I were talking about that too. She's like, "Have you seen that? It's a video or a meme or something of like the husband comes in and the wife is like kind of like happy washing dishes with her headphones <laughs> on. She's like doing her thing, and the husband's like, oh, how sweet.' And then it goes into what she's listening to, and it's like that one thing where it's like, and then they took her eyes, and then they took her like, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, Whoa. and I'm like, that, that's me, that's us, that's us.' <laughs> 
yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, you could walk in on Sarah and I any moment, and that's probably <laughs> what we're doing. I had to, like, I'm in the, I'm doing embroidery, and Aaron's, like, in the back room, and I'm like, if her husband comes in, I just have to throw out a disclaimer that I'm listening to murder podcasts, <laughs> so. What, what else is there to do? I mean. I, you know, what else relaxes you that much, you know? I don't know. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. Honestly, when I have anxiety about going somewhere, or I'm, like, feeling anxious or in a funky space, music sometimes help, but a good, good old-fashioned murder just does yes. it for me. Yeah. I can't, I, yeah, I can't do music. It makes me more anxious. So it's always, it's always the murder. It's always the murder. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and we're back. And we're back. I promise. <laughs> I promise we are not murderers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Back to, uh, so <laughs> it's, it's relative. It, it is. Makes, it it is. It's a, I had some thoughts about some of the words that were on the feminine side and and not from this table, but from another table. So um, I'll just share those. But so I had like kind of the thoughts on the boys side of it and how we're not saying that boys, men are not affected by gender um, restrictions. You know, you know, men are affected as well. And we want to give light to that. It's just that women are affected more. And we're, and we're two women, so we're, no, well, we're coming yeah. from that angle a little bit, yeah. too. We are affected in a negative light, whereas they are affected in a positive light because it gives them power where it takes ours away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're they're encouraged to not share their emotions because it might be a sign of weakness, and neither are we because it might be a right. sign of weakness, but when we do, right. we're told that we're weak and, um, you know without being able to control ourselves, which is it's so unhealthy for everybody yes. in, involved yes. in all of this. Yes. It's like I was just going to say the word crazy that gets thrown around way yes. too often, way too much and, and yes. way too inappropriately. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, okay, so some of the words that were kind of sticking out to you were like, ner- and it wasn't necessarily this one. We'll post this table that we're talking about, but I'll have to find the other one that I was kind of looking at, but like nurturing, kind, soft, gentle, it's like, and kind of how I just said, like, what are those? Are those bad words? Because in my mind, those aren't bad attributes to have, no matter your sexual orientation. However, the implications that these attributes should shape how women live their lives is a negative result of that. Yes. So for example, women as nurturers, quote unquote, create this idea that women have to choose between being a mother and having a career. Or that you might be less of a woman mm-hmm. if you choose mm-hmm. to not have children. Mm-hmm. Or that you're not fulfilling your potential as an assigned woman if you don't mm-hmm. decide to do these things. So it's, if you're calling me kind and soft and gentle, that what you might think is a compliment says to me, I feel in my position, I have to be like, no, I'm tough. I'm hard. I'm strong. I can do things like, and I'm saying to myself that gentle and softness is a bad word when it's not. I, right. I want that about myself. I want to be soft. Well, and you're also saying that you can't be strong and be soft and gentle. Yeah. And I think I just said that without even. Yes. 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 It's like, they're not actually mutually, they're not mutually exclusive. And I think in fact, when you're soft and gentle and in, in times of when shit's going down, like you are fucking strong. So yeah, but it's, it's, it's in our head. It's, we're not strong if we're soft Yeah. or, or, or kind. Right. 
that, th- that those things mean that I have to be one way and yes. that I have to do one thing that my only purpose in life is to bear children and be at home and I, you know, yeah, like it's, um, it's fucked. And I yeah. think a lot of women struggle with it. And I don't think it's, it's not something so much that I felt the pressure of, but I do see it as being an, an obvious um, societal pressure on me as a woman and hearing it from whenever, like, um, you know, even talking about like giving birth in your thirties or having a baby in your thirties, yeah. like, Oh, like, why'd you wait so long? Like, Oh, why the fuck do you give a shit? Like what, yeah. you know, like if, if I'm adding more people to the population, which is really just what it is, why do you give a shit? Like there's right, 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 right. what is, how does, I mean, we're going back to all of this again, but like, how does any of this affect anybody else other than the person who's just living it? And it doesn't, none of these things matter to anybody else, but we have such a high pressure on us from society to be a certain way and act a certain way. And that we're seeing that in our children and the way that they dress and, you know, like the things that (laughs) they're encouraged to do or not do. Yes. Right. You this can go off a million me. fucking yeah, avenues well, that's the I'm like and then people like not yeah, being yeah. able to play sports because they're like yes. trans woman you know, like, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah yeah well I when you were uh, we, I, we literally could talk this could be eight episodes mm-hmm. I mean uh, somebody I was talking to was like why don't you just record a million episodes and then cut them in half I'm like well this would be one episode that we could cut into yeah. like four different halves if we talk for four hours but uh but I, I was having a conversation while I was at home and people we're, we're talking about, I can't remember exactly, but it was almost like, yeah, well, having a baby out of wedlock or like, oh, well, you know, I guess you don't have to be married to have a baby. And they were talking while I was in the presence of them. And like, bitch, I'm not married. Right. I had a baby out of wedlock. I'm right there. And it was such a weird thing to witness them talking about these weird uh, also religious, right? Mm-hmm. Very like religious standards that were like, well, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, you know, I get, you know, I guess they don't have to be married to have a kid. And I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> they don't. And like, what are you trying I to guess? Put- <laughs> what does that fucking mean? It doesn't work. Well, it was- Literally, it won't work if you don't get married. Right? It's you can't right. have a kid. Right. That's how. That's how right. life works. It's like, oh my god. And, and also what it said to me though, and one of the things I think that I, I've had such a hard time with that I'm shifting now is that like victim mentality of being a single mom. Like, I feel like they're feeding into that by being like, well, like, you know, it just, it's just all this bullshit that's, it's just not important. It's just, we focus on things that aren't important. Are they happy? Yes. Yeah. Then fucking great. Do yep. they want to have kids? Yes. Great. Are they going to have them? Yes. Great. Do they, you know, if they didn't want to have kids, great. That's not our business. Like, why do we have to, who gives a fuck Mm -hmm. what someone else is doing? Like, just like you said. But I think, you know, in that moment, I was like, do they, (laughs) do I not exist today? Right. Right. I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it worked, by the way. And it worked. (laughs) Do you see that little (laughs) maniac running around in circles with his broken ass arm? Well, maybe some people think they're like, well, you know, Joe still exists. It's like, I don't know. I'm just like wondering like what some people might like think in their minds, like that there's 
Like, obviously, with any kid, there was two, and there's an egg and a right. sperm involved. Well, obviously, it right. doesn't mean that it, it had to be married or together right. or any of but, that. But, like, does that invalidate the child because I didn't marry Joe? Like, can you imagine what a life would have been if Joe and I would have got married? Neither of us would have been happy. It would have been miserable. Yeah. Like, just yeah. because we didn't get married doesn't mean that Owen is any less valid than any other fucking child who came from a married relationship yep. or a partnership that was actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so that's what that says too, is like, we're, we're going to, we're going to call these children bastards and invalid and whatever, mm-hmm. because yeah, because what, their parents. Wow. That was, I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> another the fucking thing. To talk about, <laughs> fucking bastards. I mean that, I mean, I don't know if anybody's used that term and, a long time, but I, I... I don't know. I do like it, though. I, Let's... <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. Sarah's <laughs> like, I'm going to call Owen my little bastard. No, <laughs> he's, no he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I, as I'm talking about it, I'm going there. It's like, oh, so my kid's not valid because he didn't come... Like, why right. do you give a... Like, what does it matter? Yeah. If he's loved, and that's all that should actually matter, if the child is loved and treated well then that's what matters. You can be in a relationship where people got together because they had a kid and it's miserable and the kid is not in a good place or in a safe place. So like, would you rather have that or a single mother or a single father or a, a you know, whatever, just like, just a, that is a, a road we could also a take. road but... that everybody can just fucking <laughs> die on because that's not, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. And yeah. you can't teach people that like, no, I think no. the way that we try to be conscious about talking to our kids about their quote unquote roles and how we refer to our children and, and how I make it a point to, I said, Oh, I river was talking about somebody the other day who was right in front of her. And this woman, this person, their pronouns are she and her and hers. And I know that and river referred to them as a he. And I said, Oh, their pronouns are, you know, she and her and hers. And another person said, <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, oh, um, you know, I'm just, I'm talking to her about pronouns, like any chance I can get. And then they just go, good luck with that. And I'm like, what does that mean? Uh, yeah. What is that? Good luck with that? Like, thank you. But also good luck with that. What are you saying that my kid will never learn? Because it when is it when is there the right time? I'm sorry. When should I start talking to my kids about pronouns? Then should I wait until they're ten? Would that right. be more comfortable for you for me to be talking for to you to talking about this? Right. Like right. And maybe what their intention was like. Well, they're not going to get it, which is what they were saying is saying that River's not going to get it no matter what I say or do right now. But if I'm telling her this from three years old and we're talking about it every single time we're introducing ourselves or we're meeting new people and yes, or meeting people that she, that we've never talked about, you know, what their pronouns are before. If she's hearing that language circulate around her now, then yeah, I don't need your luck. She's going to be fucking, she's going to understand it. It also says to me, whoever that person was, and I don't know who this person is, but like what it says to me is that they don't believe in it. Or, or that they, they're not like fully bought into like what that says to me is that that person doesn't give a fuck about pronouns or 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 maybe doesn't understand that it's important I, I don't know it also says that to me because I I feel like if you 
if you're if you're looking at it the lens of like pronouns are important you would look at you and go that's cool you know what I mean like do you see what like it just seems like which is funny because this person does respect pronouns right 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 right. I'm not not saying yeah I'm not saying anything about this person specifically but just like what I'm hearing is that you know what I mean okay yeah yeah but but you know what I mean like you're hearing that and you're going oh so so for you, it's not important. Right. Or for you, it's not something that you're trying to, t- then that's okay if it's not important to you, but it's saying to me that you don't. Like uh, if I teach my kid from birth how to say, I don't know, now I'm trying to think of something that's similar, but like, you know, whatever, everything you teach your kid has a reason behind right. it. So why wouldn't you teach them? Right. Like if I want, I want them that. to know about fucking dinosaurs as ABCs. much as I want and them dinosaurs. to know about yeah. pronouns. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck off right. with your good luck. I don't need it. Exactly. Are you gonna, like, if right. I'm saying, River, that color is green, not blue, you're going to be like, <laughs> good luck with good that, luck. <laughs> wacko. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you can move. She's never going to get that. Oh, that's a toughie. Well, that green's going to be blue in 10 years, yeah. so. Like, it, it was just a, an interesting yeah. thing. And, and I think that it's important because the more, and, it, and it's, it's not for me. It's, I want to create a safe space for people that I interact with in my life that know that I recognize pronouns and I want those mm-hmm. and I want that to be known. And, you know, as maybe awkward as it can be to be like, hi, my name's Alicia. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Like, I think that it's important for us to do that because if I'm running into somebody or meeting somebody and they might not have that safe space and I'm that one person that gives them that safe mm-hmm. space. I mean, that's, that's cool. I would, you know, and I, and I think it, I don't know. I think it's important for us to recognize that there aren't two genders and that we, there are, however we can express that belief from us and feel, make others feel included. It all matters. It totally matters. I think it's what I'm trying to do with Owen too, is like, whenever he says he or she, and he just sees somebody, it's like, maybe it's, is it better to just say they, when you don't know someone, you don't know their gender, right. why are, you're assigning it based on the way they look, right? right? I mean, that's essentially what he's doing. Yeah. And of course there are, there are things I want him to be able to understand and to see, but, uh, but the whole, like where it gets to a place where like, oh, well she looks like a girl, but she, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just getting into like the sticky stuff as they get older. No, those things no, will, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, where I want him to be able to understand that, yeah, she might, she might look like a girl to you for, for whatever, or he, he might look like a girl to you because you're used to seeing that because you haven't been around, uh, someone that looks like him before, but I just want it to be easier and less of a, a sh- what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just fucking normalize it for our children right. so that they don't have, uh, so that they don't carry on the stigmas that we were brought up with and, or the ignorance or the, uh, you know, I close mindedness from just not being exposed to things. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all what we're trying to do. Right. We're just took me a minute to get there. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, on another note, <laughs> it was, I wrote down the fucking pink tax. I'm so glad you're like, yes. I, yes hate this. And I think that it, you know, if, if you're listening and you're wondering, is this an actual task? It's not a literal tax that, um, 
is placed on any one product, but it is, it, it is a quote unquote tax that companies have the tendency of pricing their products made for women higher than those sold for men. Right. So I have just a couple of statistics. I just think this is crazy, but I feel like you should save that first one for last. I feel like you should read them the opposite way. The opposite way? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 8% more for deodorant, yeah. which is like, we sweat because more? It... Wait, like, <laughs> what? I mean, unless you're proving it's... to me that like, my pits are sweatier than yours and I need like fucking aluminum built from the core of the earth fucking <laughs> takes 9 million years to get it. Like just suck my dick. Sorry. <laughs> Is that a gender? That's a gender thing. That was a gender. Yes. You know what? I also no, find it like one of the funniest things to say. So I'm just going to go. Suck my dick. I think it's hilarious. Listen. I think it's funnier when, when I say it. Then if a man said it to me, <laughs> if a man said that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. That's like my least favorite thing to do. I, world, so. anyway. I feel ya. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. It's because it's fucking, you know, pink or whatever. Right. Okay. Yep. Because it's a, it probably says like, ladies fresh on it or something right it smells like lavender which is much more expensive than uh fresh breeze (laughs) than sandalwood's bird furs (laughs) tobacco and smoke (laughs) okay butch cassidy okay (laughs) (laughs) my deodorant scent is butch cassidy (laughs) stetson man john wayne (laughs) John Ham, I will take that. <laughs> I'll take I'll, that one. I'll, I'll buy that, that deodorant. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd wear that man I'd, on my body. I'd rub that on my armpits. <laughs> and everywhere else. <laughs> Going on. Moving on. Okay. okay. 5% more for shaving gel. Again. Uh, why? Because it's pink? All right. Yeah. Um, right. I'm going to... 10% more for body wash. Say there... Yeah. Um... Hundred and eight percent more for razors, which I remember when they came out with the pink fucking razor or the Venus razor, right, and I yes. had Mach threes. I was like, I love the Mach. Th- this I was like in eighth yeah, grade yeah, or yeah. something. I like. Yeah, yeah, I remember being like, the Mach three is the best razor. Like, it's so good. And then the Venus came out, and I was like, oh my god, this is so nice. And mom was like, why are they so much more expensive? I was like, I don't know. Is this new? Because it's new. It's got a block of shit around the yeah. top wasn't the, the venus the one with like the block or that was the intuition oh yeah the intuition had like the block of a, a smoothing gel i think literally venus was the first quote-unquote female razor female razor that had yeah. like three blades which is right, right, literally right, right. what the mock three meant yes, was that there yes, were three blades but it was like trying yes. to come out as some like you know groundbreaking Just... thing <laughs> bullshit um, okay, and then the last one, of, of course, is just 9% sales tax on feminine hygiene products. Like, mm. there is a tax on hygiene products in Massachusetts, but Massachusetts doesn't have tax on necessities. Mm. So, like, food and, food and clothes don't have tax. But, but pads and tampons but do. But pads and tampons do. So just to, sh- like... What? Uh, it's yeah. That is also a feminine hygiene product should be 
free. 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 Ding, ding, ding. Free. If I, if I can finally, <laughs> well, I don't want to say I'm going to, my birth control is free because of my insurance, but uh, regardless or not, I think that should be free as well. But if we can do that. I, I actually was looking into those period undies today because I started my period and I, I all I want to do is not worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to like put on the undies and go. And, and, and so I was like looking them up cause I'm like, this is such bullshit, but it, it, hap- it happens to us every month. It's part of our bodies. If a man bled, we talked about this before, <laughs> but like, I mean, can you imagine all the free shit that would be around? They'd get like a basket bathroom? of the month. They'd get like a fucking, <laughs> For free. A, a, a edible arrangements, like fucking, <laughs> Advil sends you like a welcoming basket. It's, oh my god! It's from the government. Yeah. it's like a government signed uh, by the basket. president. Like, yeah, <laughs> comes with like a bodyguard for the oh week to like help you with your kids while you're oh, having a yes, rest time. Right, 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 right. right. Oh, fuck off! A bodyguard. <laughs> Maybe like a nanny. A nanny. <laughs> A bodyguard for all those people you might want to fight because you're so yes, because your hormones are all fucked up. Um, that fucking, but yeah, I mean, there's a, obviously a lot of issue with that pink tax, and and obviously with not assist um, government assistance and feminine hygiene products because they are a necessity. One of you can't just let it go, like you can't just not have something to keep you clean and um to not ruin all your clothes like this is not something that's preventable you know unless you're right. you know if you're taking a certain birth control I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like I was on I was on birth control and I would just take them all four weeks every single month and my doctor told me to do it so I wouldn't have a period and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> like yeah. you just have like no hormone control like at all or whatever and um I just thought that that was like so wild that, that you know, whatever. And unless you know, yeah. there's people though that you know who have a hard time accessing these things, yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. the money to access these things right. that are a necessity, and it's kind of looked at as like, well, you don't need it. It's like, really? What? You want to see what happens when I don't need it? Because I'll go to the, I'll go to your fucking restaurant. I'll go. Oh I'll go to your office. Yes, you please me let me sit on your chair. I'll just like wiggle it around like oh, all over no. your office. <laughs> oh, do you own a hotel? I'm going to sit at the, the lobby all over Did your you seat. Do you want a new splatter painting? Because I got do you. you. I, do you want a Jackson Pollock? <laughs> Listen, I actually, so I, 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 I know there's a thing as free bleeding. I mean, people do free bleed. I, I don't know exactly how I, I, I don't. I just couldn't like. I, well, it'd be, it would be impossible to not get it everywhere. Go. Okay. Yes, my munchkin. I, so I was, I was, I, I don't know what I was doing, but I was working for Jill and I had to go get, uh, I had to go get some, I had to go get these like, um, uh, wall hooks that we painted. We had them painted or like whatever. And I'm actually wearing these like long undies. They're like short undies mm-hmm. and they like come up and I got in the car and I forgot to, I don't even know what it was, but blood just happened and it was everywhere. And I'm in the car and I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do? Do I get out and go? So I did. I got out 
I just went in. I picked the stuff up. I got back in the car. I had a dress on. I think it was black. I think my saving grace was that my dress was black so you couldn't see it. But I went to Jill's, the store. I went to the store and, like, dropped them off. And I just went to the bathroom and just took a picture of just my blood-soaked pants. And I was like, here I am today. <laughs> Maybe I can do this. Okay. Okay. I've been there. No, it was just one of those moments where you're like, well, it was one of those moments where I didn't have anything to, I didn't have anything. Right. I didn't have a pad. I didn't have, I, I didn't even have like tissues. Oops. I didn't have tissues in the car. I had like nothing. What was I going to do? Right. I couldn't do anything. Right. I was in the middle of like nowhere. So I just. You just embraced it. I just embraced it. Which is, I mean, think about how many people have to do that, not by choice, well, not by inconvenience. Exactly. And that yes. is a fucking shitty thing because what goes on behind all that, I mean, this is now turning into a period discussion, but what goes on behind all that is embarrassment and exactly. um, feeling unprepared and feeling like I don't know my body well enough. Like, am I such right, an idiot right, right. that I didn't, you know, know to right. prepare for this and... When in reality, sometimes it's so much that like you do have a tampon or a pad in, and and you decide you decide to wear white pants. I, I, like, I can't. I mean, free bleed would be like fucking. If we want, <laughs> it just wouldn't be pretty. I'll just get that. <laughs> or it would because we're going to embrace the period and take walls the shame with it as I walk by. <laughs> paint me like your French girls with your. Um, okay, I do have one thing that I quoted that I uh, that I quoted that All I quoted. Right, we here. Wrap- okay, let's round. Let's round out. Let me bring this phrase back. Let's round out the episode with this. Okay. Okay. Remember, so you have to be quiet. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. She's. She's talking. She's very into playing between her stuffed animals, where they talk to each other and ask how each other's doing. So that's what she's doing. If you can hear that, which you probably can behind me, I'm sorry. That's um, fine. Okay, so this is the quote that I wrote down, and it says, "Taking the good out of what is believed to be feminine, quote unquote, and the good from that which we ascribe as quote unquote masculine." to foster behavior and social androgyny that is inclusive of everyone and does not leave someone disadvantaged because of their gender. Um, I missed the first part, but it was kind of saying like, what, what are we trying to do right now? And I loved that. And I, and I love the term social androgyny. I just thought that that was a really cool, yes. when we talk about words, you know, I really like the way that yes. those words sound, but I also really like that idea of social androgyny and that we can just yeah. what a better society we would live in if we just let people be and let live but um and then it says yeah. this has been a staple of modern feminism that has been relatively successful in getting people to question the quote-unquote realness and validity of gender as a concept and its consequences for society which is really true i think that there is a movement which i was speaking to the first part of that there is a movement going around that is trying to do this and and bring light to social androgyny and, and bring light to removing these gender stereotypes and roles that we have been, you know, placing on our society and, and creating these social constructs for hundreds, you know, since the beginning of time. Um, the beauty behind it is that it is a topic of conversation. So that's great. Um, 
it's just it's you know it's obviously going to be a long road and we need a lot of people yeah. in order to we need to have those conversations we need to be talking to yes. our kids about you know it's okay to grow up and change your mind or, or yeah. not even change because yeah. it's not about changing your mind but it's it's okay to grow up and and change what you feel is right. more yourself um yeah. change, to, 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 right. to be fluid yeah. To be fluid with yourself, yeah. to be able to go, I don't need to be in a box and I'm allowed to change my mind and I'm allowed to be what I am today and what I am tomorrow right. because it's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all made up. It's all made up. Yeah. So make it up how you want it to be. Right. I think that, uh, what did you call it? What did you say? Sex? No, social androgyny. Yeah. Social androgyny. That is, uh, I think it's my new favorite thing. Yeah. Ever. I, I love, love that. I when love I that. saw those two words together, I was like, yeah. I love this. So good. I love this. Yeah. I think that it kind of encapsulates everything that we really want out of society. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like trying to have an adult conversation. It's okay. Uh, she, I I love that all I can see is just that little bear. Now she's moving. but she's, She has like seven stuffed animals and they're sitting in a circle all introducing each other to each other. I love it so much. But honey bear, can you please just Hi, your voice a little bit? No, no. Cool. I love that for us. Well, listen, I just got a text that says, uh, please wear gold if it's possible. And I am stressed. The no, now out. I'm like, now you have a direction. Do I have gold? Uh, did I leave anything there? Because <gasps> I have a gold jacket. Yes, you do. Okay. Does it, does it fit is the question. Okay. I have one more okay. thing dad okay sorry go no, go i have one more thing dad because at the end of all my notes i wrote that when we eliminate stereotypes we have a better chance of being successful beings mm. and i think if you break that down and you really see the damage that we are doing to ourselves to society to our children mm -hmm. and you really pay mm -hmm. attention to it it is very interesting and part of the backup to this that i read about was that <clears throat> when um girls were taking that, you know, when people were taking the SAT test, girls in the beginning of it, girls and boys were, are, you know, we're saying in sixth grade or when you, you don't take the SAT. It's college. <laughs> <laughs> high, high school. I did really good on mine. No, I, I actually did. But um, don't remember when they were. However, in the beginning of it, it asks you if you're a male or female and you have to circle one and you say female. So what science, and then it turned out that women girls were doing worse on the math section as society tells them that they should right women aren't as comprehensible with certain things we're, we're good at literature we're good at poetry we're good at we might be good at like science and things but history and math are like not our strong suits is mm -hmm. what society tells us and it was reflecting that women were doing like 30% less on where their scores were like 30% lower than those of guys in those two sections. And they thought it might be because in the beginning when they're marking off, I am a girl, all of those social constructs are coming into their mind mm -hmm. subconsciously and making yourself believe that you're not as smart. So you're taking longer. You're not doing as well. Mm -hmm. And then they did a test where they didn't ask the sex beforehand mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. girls did better yeah I just thought that was so it's, interesting because that's just like is. one example like <clears throat> when we eliminate these things mm -hmm. we're allowed to just be there's no yes. 
there's no role I'm supposed to be following. Right. Right. No stereotype right. I'm supposed to be fitting no. into. Yeah. Yeah. When you're told it's, it's exactly that when you're told something from the moment you're born, even if it, even if you don't really believe it, because I think that's the other thing too, is that the subconscious is so strong and we don't even know it sometimes. I think that even when we're told that, oh, boys are better at this, girls are better at that, girls aren't as good as this, it's in your brain. So no matter what, when you're doing something, it's it's in there already because you've been conditioned, right? Yep. Society's conditioned you that way. So even when you, like, I feel like I've been fighting my way out of that since I was born. And, and I, th- I know you feel the same in some ways too. It's like we're fighting our way uh out of these subconscious roles that society is telling us to have. I mean, I think that's, it's so, it's so poignant. (laughs) That's like such a, and I think you could do that. I think you could have given that test to so many different, in so many different Mm -hmm. ways, like done that same test in so many different ways and got the same results as far as like, whatever the subject is telling, telling, taking gender out of it will change the results. I think. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, 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 just a little quick side note to that. Like, do you ever, actually, no, we don't need to go into that. I was going to say, no, what? Like, do you ever get frustrated when you're on a website and it's like sex and there's a drop down and it only says male or female now? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, I I'm like you're not there yet. I, I want to be like, I want right. to send a little message and be like, hey, let's talk about this. It's an easy fix. <laughs> also, and also, do you need to know that? What do you need to know that? Right. For? What? Right. right. What do you need to know? Why do you need to know if I'm, I, and I, <laughs> again, this is, deep end like why do you need to know if I'm Hispanic versus non-Hispanic because that's a separate question than asking my race right yes every time time. yes so these are all things that um can be avoided and should be avoided because they are irrelevant they're entirely irrelevant and yeah you know I think a, a good this is just I'm just remembering this right now but something is like um a good example of how it doesn't matter is that in public, there are two bathroom stalls, one for quote unquote men, one for quote unquote women. And at home, there's just one. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> yes, that's like, true. Does, that's your, does it really fucking matter? Like, did it, yeah. do I need my own lady restroom? Right. I'm not going in there and there's like fucking hot guy and like a pedicure going on and like a little <laughs> massage. And then the men has like, motorcycles and like pool tables like you know like, like there's like nothing's happening there it's all the same thing although oh this is going a different direction too although they should do that that would yeah. be nice <laughs> okay. you know what they should at least have free tampons yeah, yeah. feminine hygiene products and all the restrooms we I know. And what happened to that, those machines? I was thinking about that earlier too. Like the machines aren't even there anymore. Do you like this? Mm-hmm. Should I do this tonight? <laughs> I'm feeling that. Oh man. Um, okay. What a, what a loaded episode. Yeah. And you know, that's, it kind of just went the way it normally does. We, I know. No, I love it. We're just talking, but we're happy to be back. That's why you, that's why you keep coming back to us. That's why you missed us. All right. Well, can't wait to bring it bring it to you again next week. Can't wait to give it to you again next week. <laughs> Can't wait to give it to you. Hopefully Sam's uh spider content. Yeah, or yeah, I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> he's he's still dead. He's still, I oh, that's good. 
I've checked every five seconds since I killed him. <laughs> yeah, we're so happy to be back. And, you know, if you guys are enjoying, please go ahead and write us a little review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps us out a bunch. Yes. And uh, we still want your stories. So we'd love to get back into that. So if you yeah. have a, a, a story to share uh, that you want us to, to put up here, um, spill your wine. We're ready for it. Yeah, we are. Um, you know, but until next time, shake your beverages. Not your babies. <gasps> thank you. Bye. bye. <laughs> I don't know why I threw a little thank you in there. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Time to hit the bottle there. <laughs>